welcome back to another episode of your favorite tea party. I'm back here, Matt, again with you with another week of the fun, the gun, and guess what? We got our man back this week, Joe Nasty. What's going on, guys? What is going on? We are here with another week for you. You know, it's going to be an exciting one. We get the field back, you know, the, the big guns. The big guns are back this week. Um, Rom, Scheffler, McElroy, Homa, Thomas, Morikawa, Zalatoris, Finau, Scheffler, um, Cantley, Shoffley, Hovland, M, Fitzpatrick, Speed. You know, the whole the whole gang is back. And it's going to be an ex- another exciting week of golf, if I do say so myself. Um, off of that, I think a congratulations is, is in order to the man himself, Chris Kirk. Yeah, congratulations. Fantastic win over the weekend. Fantastic win for the man, Chris. Um, I didn't have him pegged to win a tournament. Nope. Uh, I mean, he played he played great golf, and that's all I can say. I, I will tell you one thing. I was so far off on my picks this weekend that wasn't even wasn't even funny. It was, it was bad, to say the least. But like I told you all last week, last week's tournament was so up in the air that no one knew what was going to happen. But with that being said... Putting the Honda Classic behind us in Chris Kirk's playoff win, we are moving on to the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. And with this week's field, like I said, we got everyone back in it, and I'm excited for this week because there's going to be a lot of sitting on the couch watching a lot of golf. A lot of golf. A lot of golf. We still got to wait another day until Thursday, but we are here and ready for it. Jonas, you got anything on this upcoming week and what we can uh, look for, you know, odds wise, and you know what's what's coming up for this week? I know we got your boy John Rom, who's sitting pretty, coming off of a win, um, his last appearance. Yeah, he's plus six fifty, so he's he's the favorite um, according to the odds. But honestly, I think I think Scotty goes back to back this week. John, I love you if you're watching this. Or listening to this, rather. But I think Scotty goes back-to-back at good old Bay Hill. You think so? Scotty Scheffler. The the quick pick from Jonas here. Scotty Scheffler to take this tournament this weekend. He's just got a lot of dog in him. That's that's fair. That's fair. I mean, just just listen to this so far. So we got Rom, who is 7-for-7 seven seven on cuts this year and 7 top 10s. 7 tournaments, 7 cuts. Seven top tens. Nuts. Nuts. Why is he my favorite? Stats. Stats, baby. baby. Stats. Then we got Scotty, the second favorite. Eight of eight cuts. So eight tournaments, eight cuts, but only five top tens. So he's been in and out of the top ten about, you know, 60% of the time. That's that's the good and bad thing about, you know, being a fan of Scotty Scheffler is, yeah, he's got that just wow factor to him. But, I mean, the only bad thing is, is, like, when he plays bad, it's not like a, he still finishes, you know, top 10 or whatever. But um, when he does play bad, you know, he's, for the tournament, he's shooting, like, three or four under, which, I mean, isn't great. I mean, it's he, he, a player like that has to have a couple of wins in order to, you know, keep their high standings in the FedEx Cup. Exactly, exactly. And then you have the third favorite, Rory McIlroy. Love him. My boy. Old faithful. Old faithful. Five tournaments this year, five cuts made, 
three top tens. So he is, you know, sitting pretty at that six, right at that 60% mark for top tens. So that's that's crazy to think about. I know Rom is 100% top ten, which is an outstanding number, yeah, to say the least. But still, 60%. Through five tournaments in the top ten, that's yeah. that's that's still a, that's a, a really that's good a good number. number, you know. And then we got Homa, eight tournaments, eight cuts, four top tens. He's sitting at fifty percent top ten, so he's a flip of the coin whether or not he's going to hit that top ten button yeah. this week. But I mean, he's just been he's just been nuts this year. He really has. He's either really good, like top of his game, no one can beat him, or he is just just middle of the middle pack. of the pack. I mean, it's like it's 50-50. Like I said, he's either been a top 10, he's either winning, or he's middle of the road, barely making a cut. Yeah. Then you have our fifth favorite to round out our top five of the favorites, <laughs> Justin Thomas. Seven tournaments, seven cuts, but only two top 10s. Only two top 10s. And that's that's surprising for Justin considering the fact of I think he's been playing really good golf. He's just got a string together four days. Yeah, four. Yeah, four. Yeah, you said it best. It's it's got to be four days, or else I mean, you're, he's just gonna keep doing what he's doing and just be top ten. I agree, and that's that's one thing that we're gonna kind of look at. You gotta look out for this week. You know, he's he is very good. Has been very good. He's seven for seven on cuts. He's just gotta put together that third day or moving day. He's got to get a move on. You know, he can't. He can't wait back and hope that someone else plays worse. He's got to take advantage of those days where, you know, the scores aren't as low. He's got to be the one to go low. He's got to be the that guy on the leaderboard that's making a move. Or at least lower than, you know, two under for the day. I mean, I know it changes week to week, you know, based on how, you know, just tough the course is. But, like, moving day, you know, you got people that are winning these tournaments on moving day that are shooting, you know, five, six under. Like you, you gotta have you gotta have one of those in order to separate yourself from from the rest of the pack. I agree. I agree. And then you know we got the rest of the field and some odds here: Shoffley, Finau, Cantley, M, Fitzpatrick, Young, and Spieth to round out the top fifteen. Jason Day, Hatton, Matsuyama, Burns, Mitchell, Lowry, top twenty. Connors, Horschel, Kirk, Fowler to round out the top twenty-five. So that's the top 25 for you in odds right now. Um, I'm kind of surprised to see Ricky Fowler in top 25 of odds. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. He's been playing good golf. Ricky Fowler this year, eight tournaments, seven cuts made out of the eight, and three top tens. I mean, honestly, I'll be the first to say I, I didn't really watch Ricky much, you know, when I was uh, back in his heyday. Um, but I think Ricky's back. I think he's finally starting to get into this, the, the swing of things. I mean, no pun intended, but, um, back into the swing of things, you know, where he's making, he's, he's seven for seven for cuts. Seven for eight. Seven for eight for cuts. I mean, that's, that's great. That's, that's pristine Ricky. Yeah. We haven't seen that in a long time. A Typically, long time. Ricky's not even near the cut line. Like it's it hasn't been good for him in a while, but yeah. like he said, I'm I'm gonna agree with Jonas here, and it may sound cheesy as I'll get out, but he he's in the swing of things right now, and I think if he gets a couple of bounces here in the next two weeks, I think he has a chance of running one and winning a tournament. 
I hope so. And I really, yeah. I would love to see it at Sawgrass. I want to. For the players. I would love to see be, Ricky take the players again. That I be, think that would be magical. That would be so cool to watch. I mean, he's always played well at TPC Sawgrass. I think that he has really got a shot at it. He's just got to continue to improve his game little by little. He's got it. The problem with Ricky is, you know, he'll go out and shoot six under one day and then shoot two over. That is his issue right now. Yeah. He's got to figure it out. He's got to be able to go six under, four under, three under, six under again. You know, and limit his bad days, you know, to like one over. Yeah. Or 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 one under. Yeah. His bad, his bad, the problem with the talent on the PGA Tour right now is you can't have a bad day. I mean, to win it to win a tournament, you can't have a bad day. Your bad day yeah. has to be. It depends. It depends on the field, but I mean, I've seen you know plenty of times where I mean, I, I've seen John win two tournaments having you know one day of plus. Yeah, but I mean that's that's where the difficulty of the course and how the tournament yeah. overall is playing. But I'm saying that's so true. I'm saying this: if everyone in the field is going out and shooting four under a day. Ricky can't have that even par day. Yeah. He's got to go out and consistently play with the field. He's got to, my thing is with Ricky, he can have one of the best days of his life and shoot the best underscore par for the day. He's got to go out the next day and match the best underscore par. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He can't have it where he's, you know, leading one day, the next day he shoots a plus two and then he's completely out of it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, that's the way Ricky's rounds are going right now, but I think if he can throw it together, he's got a good shot. Um, Another person that I like for this tournament. Who? Tyrell Hatton. Tyrell Hatton. Why Hatton? Why? So the past two times he's played at Bay Hill, he's gotten top ten. And last year he got second behind Scotty, the, man, the unbeatable guy last year. He got second, so he, he didn't got beat him. second. No, he didn't. No, he didn't <laughs> beat him. But I mean, like, he hung in there with the best, and I think that you know he does that again this year. I I think I would take him, you know, top five, or one of my six picks for. Uh, this is not an ad, but DraftKings. <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> well, it can be if DraftKings reaches out and uh, lets us know yeah. a couple things. But hey, hashtag ad, hashtag DraftKings partner. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no, not yet. Maybe someday. Who knows? Possibly. Possibly. That would be kind of cool. That would be sick. Anyway, since you mentioned DraftKings, and once again, we are not a sponsor or adding or anything. Hashtag nothing. Not one bit. But we do use it. (laughs) So, if you are in the DraftKings realm, we have some stats for you here. Um, So, like we said earlier, I'm going to give you the top 10 right here. John Rahm is number one, 11,500. Um, his fantasy points per round or poor, um, not per round, per um, tournament, 119.1. He's averaging 119 points every time he plays a tournament. That is something ridiculous because the next best is Scotty Scheffler at 102. So you tell me how, how much different that is. Then you got Rory, 101. Homa, 99. Hovland, 93. Lee, 92. Cantley, 91. Shoffley, 90. Finau, 89. So, 
That's my point. There is almost a 20-point difference between John Rahm's score, fantasy points, from Scheffler and Rory. That's ridiculous. That is is just kind of outrageous. So, to be completely honest with you, I'm taking Rahm this weekend as my number one. Are you kidding me? I am taking Rom. I'm taking Rom as my number one this week, but you know who I'm taking as my number two? Who? JT. Justin freaking Thomas because he plays well at Bay Oh, Hill. yeah, right. And then you know who I'm taking for my three? Terrell Hatton. Big Dick Rick. All right. Well, Ricky freaking Fowler. Guys, if you're listening to this, don't take his picks. Okay. <laughs> no, you're going to take my picks. No, you don't um, have to take my picks. I'm joking. No, but that's my that's my top three. Then I'm taking um, Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh. Out of, the, out of the woodworks, you know. And then for my last two picks right here, we're gonna play. We're gonna play a little. Um, play a little hardball here, because we're going with Zach Johnson and. Actually, I don't know. This is a tough one. Okay, looking at this now, I don't know if I like those picks. So don't, don't, don't trust me on those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at all of this no. these stats right now. You know. Anyway, you heard the top ten. Go with your gut on your picks because I'm not going to tell you again what to choose because last week I told you what to choose and I even shit the bed. So we're not going to go that route. Jonas yeah. got any input on this one? Mister, no. he's he's the stats guy. I'm the how are they playing guy. You know, I don't pick John Rom this week. Why? Yeah, why? Because I just I, I'm going to be honest with you. Last year at Bay Hill, he didn't he didn't even come close to winning. I think he broke top 20, maybe top 25. Um so you're going not with your boy this week. Yeah. I, the one week I'm you're not sorry. going with your boy. I'm so... John, John, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. But last year, you shot even par at Bay Hill. Like, yeah, it's a pretty tough course, but, like, you're number one. Yeah, but he's number one now. That's the thing. He's number one now. He's playing the best golf of he his life right now. He was number one last year. At this time, actually, maybe it was Scotty. Scotty, I'm pretty sure. No, because Scotty made his big move uh, after the Masters. Well, he and won the W. He w, He won the WM last year, which was before he won the Phoenix Open. Okay, fair. But Scotty was playing the best golf of his life anyways, at this time last year. I think John gets top ten to continue the streak of eight for eight cuts, eight for eight top tens. I think he gets top ten. But honestly, I'm picking Scotty and Rory. I was about to say, I will will choose Rory any day over the week, any day of the week, over Scotty Scheffler this weekend. Because Rory, I'm picking Rory. If we're taking John Rahm out of the equation, say he has just not a great week. Because to be honest, I can see it happening, 
Or he's coming out swinging. Yeah. And just destroying the field. It's, like it's he, one or the like, other. Like what he ended up doing two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I agree. But if we're taking John Rahm out of the equation, I'm taking Rory over Scotty Scheffler any day of the week because, yes, Scotty won the tournament last year. One, what are the odds Scotty goes back-to-back in both tournaments he won last year? His first two wins on tour. Who else has done it? What do you mean? Tiger. Tiger? Six times? I'm just saying... I'm just saying Rory has more experience at this course. I'm just... It's not experience over everything. We have come to figure that out, bud. I agree. I think... I agree to that. I... But I'm telling you, Rory has a better chance of winning this weekend than Scotty. It just depends. It really just depends. Like I was talking about earlier in the podcast, it just depends on what kind of Scotty comes out. You know what? I'm going to take all this back. I think Rory, I think Ricky Fowler has a better chance than Scotty Scheffler this weekend. All right. You want to put money on it? I will gladly put money on it. I I'll will put, put 10. I'll put 10 bucks friendly bet with you that Ricky Fowler places higher than Scotty Scheffler this weekend. Okay. I got 10. All right. Bet. I hope you have 10 with my name on it. I got 10 from you with your name on it that's coming into my pocket because I'm telling you, Scotty Scheffler does not win both of his first two tournament wins back-to-back. And you think Ricky's going to win this week? I think Ricky has a better chance of winning than Scotty Scheffler does. I think Scotty Scheffler has the worst week of his life. So we're just talking about chance? Better chance? No, I'm saying Ricky is going to place better. There's no chance about it. Ricky will place better than Scotty Scheffler. Okay. This week. You want to go ahead and Venmo me that 10 right now? or No, I'm going to... You can go ahead and pay me because I know <laughs> what's going to happen. I'm, I, I'm calling this right now. I think Rory McIlroy wins the tournament. I think Ricky Fowler places top five. So I think Ricky's... Are we taking? No, are we... I'm, I'm just stating the fact that I oh, think... Okay. I think So we've Ricky, already made our bet. Our yeah. Okay. Yes, Ricky... Okay. Our bet is Ricky places higher than Scotty Scheffler. Okay. And I think Scotty's not even in the top 10. All right, now you're just trying to hurt my feelings. No, no, no. Put it this way. You got Rom, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler, JT, Jordan Speed. You, you got all the guys back, and guess what? A lot of these guys have a bad taste in their mouth from the past couple of weeks of Scotty and John Rom. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I wonder why. No, and I get that. My point being is people are going to be going after him. And it's going to be a different leaderboard. I just have this weird feeling that this week is going to have a weird leaderboard. And you're not going to see John Romb or Scotty Scheffler at the top of it. Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be either Rory or Ricky Fowler. And I think, I think... What about Max Homa? I think Max Homa's in there. I think Jordan Spieth is up at the top. I really want... I really want Colin... Morikawa to and I'm butchering that last name because I'm trying to pronounce it correctly. But <laughs> Colin Morikawa, um, I really want him to do well. I want him to do that, top this, five. This course does not suit him well. I know it doesn't, but guess what? I still want him to do well because best iron player in the PGA right now. But guess what? This week is not about the iron play. <laughs> this is about the guys who can put a drive in the fairway and put. That's about it, and you gotta have you gotta have good short game. Put it that way, because this course is very like this. It looks like a snake every hole. 
know. So it's going to be very, it's going to be a very technical week. It's not going to be who can hit the ball the furthest. It's not going to be who can, you know, hit their irons the best. It's going to be who can play the most technical golf and consistently do it for four days. Yeah, and that's the biggest biggest key out of anything that we've said tonight. Can you do it for four days? Yep. So, your winner this week. We'll end it on this. My winner? Your winner this week. So, I w- actually this. I want your winner and your dark horse winner. Oh, okay. okay. So, I want your, your nobody's thinking about them dark horse winner and I want your, your, your winner. What are, what are we thinking? So, winner this week. Your winner is? Scotty. Scotty Shepard. Okay. <laughs> and your dark horse. My dark horse is Corey Connors. Corey Connors. The, the dark Canadian, horse. eh? I like it. I like it. Okay. I can, I can see it. I can definitely see it. I mean. I, can, I like it. I like the picks. I like them. I do. So, I mean, I've already told you what my two are. But my winner, and I think is going to have the best shot this weekend, is Rory McIlroy. I think he plays fantastic golf all weekend. Okay. And my dark horse is Ricky Fowler. I don't think Ricky's a, a dark horse. What are his odds? I mean, he's like 28th odds, like down the list. You think that's, that's dark horse? How many people are on the field? All right, so you want like a... a Corey Connors is not even top 50. Okay, all right, that's fair. Well, my point being is when was Ricky Fowler the last time he won a, a tournament? That's that's what I was going so off look, of. Okay, fine, has, fine, he has, okay. He has better talent than okay, three-fourths right. of this, this, the, the field. All right, that's fine. So my dark horse then, my dark, dark horse, Sepp Straka. Oh... Okay. That's my dark, dark horse. So I got like a, okay. I got Rory winner. I got Ricky a mid dark horse. And I got Sepp Straka as my deep dark horse. What do you think of that? I, I like that. I really, I, I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to say. There we go. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I think that, you know, I think Sep could do good this week, but you know, haven't seen a whole lot out of him. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't either. That's why he's a this, deep. I mean, I've seen, I think he's got probably six cuts made, five cuts made. Um, I can let you know. He's got. Uh, he's eight for thirteen on cuts. Okay, so five top tens. Okay, so, out of okay. that eight. That's that was my biggest point. Was like he does have five top tens. Yeah, he has been in thirteen tournaments this year, which is a good chunk of tournaments early this early on. I mean, we're 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 gonna be playing in March. You yeah, know? like it's it's he's ramping up the, time. He's gotta get them points. Man. I know. I know. If he's not gonna be able to compete in these you know later tournaments yeah. that you know the whole field like everyone's going for the win you know later down the road. Yeah, I mean, might as well get. Get as 15 many tournaments through 15 tournaments and yeah. make these top 10s. I agree. I mean, he's 8 for 13 with 5 top 10s. I mean, that's not terrible. I mean, that's... It's a lot of points. Of the 8 that he qualified for. Yeah. Or made the cut. cut. Yeah. Sorry. Made the cut. 
five of those, he got top ten. So, I mean, that's pretty... Yeah. It's pretty good odds, you know. If he's hot, why not? not that's why he's a dark horse. Anyway. I like, I like your... I like your top. I like your dark horse. Anyway, I think that's it from us tonight. It's a lovely Tuesday evening, and... Uh, Pizza's on the way. Pizza's on the way. Here. Had a long day at work, and we're wrapping it up with this. And we will see you guys next week on the good old tea party. That's me signing off. Jonas? Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night and a good rest of the week. Looking forward to some great golf. Me too. We will see you guys next Tuesday. Same place, same time. That's it from us. Peace. Peace.